Welcome to Scaling with Disha, the show that helps online entrepreneurs to scale their business to six figures and beyond without the hustle or the overheads. I'm your host, Disha Waddup, and I'll be here each week to remind you that you can do anything you set your mind to. Welcome to another episode of Scaling with Disha. I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you for tuning in again. And if you are new to Scaling with Disha, then please hit the subscribe button and make sure that you are checking out some of the amazing episodes because I have dropped some amazing bombs in here and people have already signed clients and grown and scaled their business from the knowledge that I've shared from some of our guests and speakers inside of this podcast. So please, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review if you have been loving the content that you are seeing here in the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about market research. This is one of my amazing passions and something that a lot of people forget to even think about when they start their business when or when they're scaling their business or when they're launching a new product or service. There are so many opportunities to do market research and so many reasons why you should be doing it. So let's dive straight in. If you were launching a corporate business, if you were looking for investors, if you were creating a business plan, if you were launching an in-person business where you were opening the doors to a shop and a restaurant, a office, you would be creating a business plan. You would be doing that SWOT analysis. You would be looking at your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats, your competitors. You would be doing the market research. This is something that we all get taught when you're doing any sort of business studies study, right? Whether that's a GCSE or degree, I have a degree in a, a in events, which is a business management degree. And we went through all of this stuff. We studied the SWOT analysis. We did. We created business plans. We did all of that inside stuff that you would do when you open a physical business because you need investors, you need money, you need startup funds, you need seed funding, you need grants, loans, all of that stuff because businesses are expensive. So why, when we turn to the online space and the online market, do people suddenly stop offering this market research? They just suddenly think that creating an online business is the easiest thing in the world and they don't need to do any of this business planning stuff. They don't need to have any SWOT analysis. They don't need to have any market research. They don't need to have thought about the the direction of your business. They just want to start, which is great. I'm all for starting before you're ready. However, Market research is such an important tool. One, to make sure that the market is ready for your offer. Because very often, and I have had clients that have done this, they've spent 12 months creating a program only for it not to be what the market wants. When they go out to market, people say, that's, no, I don't want to do that. I don't, that's not what I want. And they had this idea in their head that this was exactly what people would have wanted but turns out nobody wants to pay for it. So market research is so valuable before you create any offer, anything in your business, make sure that you have done the market research. It justifies the program that you're offering. It justifies your price point, And it really does help you to position your offer in a way that is going to attract those clients. 
So there are so many reasons market research is such an important tool, but when should you do it? You should be doing it at any point in your business. So whether you are just starting out, whether you are in the process of scaling, whether you are launching a new offer, whether you are relaunching an offer, how when at every time in business, you should be looking at your market research, whether that is the language that people are using, because remember, times change, language change, people's opinions and views of the world change as we grow. So make sure that you are constantly doing your market research, looking into what is new, what is happening and how you can develop and grow that. What does that look like for you? Are you looking at the language that people are using? And market research doesn't have to be a huge tool, right? I'm going to go into that shortly. But market research doesn't have to be this huge thing that you have a whole team of market researchers. You are not doing, uh, you know, in-person case studies, This is market research done simplified. And there are so many different ways to do it, but you should be doing it consistently throughout your business. So whether you're starting, whether you're relaunching, whether you're launching a new offer, whether your offer has been out for a while and you just want to go back to basics and look at the marketing strategy behind the offer and increase the reach demographic and what that looks like. So market research is super, super important. And how do you do it? Now, this is what I get asked a lot. And inside of Attract Dream Clients, which you can join as a self-study program, you will get access to a whole bunch of different questions that you can ask and a systemized process to go out and do this market research. So I'll drop the link below if you want to check out Attract Dream Clients because it is just $349 right now. Um, And it is a self-study process that will take you through this market research and going out to market within other people's Facebook groups and getting clients. So I will drop the link to that if you want to check that out. But how do we do it? There are many, many ways we can do it. The first is one of one way of offering this market research is getting on a video call. It is my favorite thing to do. And if you have been following me for a while, if you've been checking out the podcast, you will know I am a people person. I love talking to people. So by getting on a call with somebody, I can really build that bond, that know, love and trust factor and really connect with that person on a deeper level. So with that Knowing and knowing my personality, knowing me, I would love to jump on a Zoom call with people and be able to pick their brain. Again, I say Zoom call because I love working remotely. But if you want to meet people in a coffee shop and hang out with them there, then absolutely. And I interviewed an amazing person into my on my podcast a few months ago now. And if you haven't checked it out, then go ahead and do that. But Vince Warnock talked about the coffee date, the coffee market research call is going into a coffee shop and offering to buy somebody a coffee if they talk to them whilst they're in the queue for getting coffee. I thought that was so powerful. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It was episode nine. And uh, those tips were absolutely amazing. So make sure that that if you want to go and meet people in real life in person, then absolutely go and hang out at your local coffee shop 
up. Vince has done this and had amazing results. And I would highly recommend checking out the episode, episode nine, if you haven't already checked that out. So whether you are doing Zoom calls, whether you're doing coffee chats, whether you are just sending out a form. Again, the another way of doing it is just sending out a form. I use Google Forms because it is a completely free tool. Um, there are type forms, but type form has some restrictions on data and you have to upgrade. There are some other forms. SurveyMonkey is another one that you could use. There are a few different forms that you can use to collect this data. So if you are not a visual person, if jumping on a Zoom call, if chatting to somebody in a coffee shop doesn't light your fire, then use a, a survey tool. Use a way of collecting that data through emails, through questions, and you can connect with people that way. There is absolutely no need for you to get wildly outside of your comfort zone and jump on a video call. If that is not you, you can find a way to do it yourself. Another way to do market research is just listening. Listening to your clients, listening to your ideal clients, going into Facebook groups and seeing what people are having conversations about. One of the biggest ways I create content that I uh, do my market research is by just watching and listening the words and the language that people are using when they are interacting with others. So if I go into a Facebook group and I can see that certain people have questions on on specific topics, then I can answer those questions. I can give them advice. I will also make a note of the language that they're using. So the language and tonality that they're using is going to impact the way that I would market to that person should I wish to sell them on a product or service that I have so that they are really aware that I am listening to them. And I have had clients say to me very frequently, thank you for listening. Thank you for understanding and being aware of what I'm saying to you. It's really, really powerful. And I really want to thank you for that, which is amazing. That's absolutely why I'm here. I want to listen to people because if you are listening, if you have an open ear, you will understand what they're saying. You will be aware of the words that they're communicating to you. And they will tell you if they have the time to spend on a program like yours, they have the money to spend on a program like yours, if they have a desire to spend money on a program like yours. Because often you might be hitting the, the desire points and the pain points of your program might be completely missing the, the mark for the ideal client that you are trying to target. So go back to basics and look at that. If that is, if your offer is not resonating with your ideal clients, you may be missing the mark on the language that you were using to communicate that offer. Again, going back to market research, if you were listening to your ideal clients, you would pick up on the words that they are saying. So when I'm on a sales call, when I'm having a conversation with anybody, whether it's in direct message, whether that's in a Facebook group, on in comments, I'm always listening to the language that they're using. And I try to repeat that language back in the marketing that I create, whether that is on my sales page, whether that's in content that I create, in communication with them when I am structuring my offer to sell to them, then I'm using the language that they use. I am repeating it back to them so they feel heard. They feel like I've listened to them. And that is all I'm doing, listening to them. It's so, so powerful. So what do you do with this information that you have collected? So 
depending on the market research that you have collected and how much market research you've collected. I, when I did my first market research, when I was at university, I collected hundreds upon hundreds of forms for my uh, dissertation. And I had so much data to go through. It literally blew my mind, but I was able to shift through that data because I had quantifiable and qualifiable data. So I had data that was specific to that question. So numbers, things like that, that were number one to five, I could quantify that data. And I could look at the other side of it, which was the feelings, thoughts, and processes of that person. That is where you listen to the language that those people are using. So when you're going through, whether you've recorded those Zoom sessions and you're giving them a listen back, whether you have taken our notes within Facebook groups or you have got those forms that you've got back, whatever method of market research you have used, you need to collate all that data and then put it somewhere. So, and again, this is entirely up to you and how you do business. For me, one of the most powerful ways that works for me is drawings. I have a stick man drawing that I absolutely love where I put the language that people are using. So when I'm watching what they're saying, when I'm listening to the words that are coming out of their mouths or coming across on the keyboard warriors, then I am being aware of that. I'm putting it next to my little stick man, who is my ideal client or stick woman, uh, is my ideal client. And I have the words around this person. So this person is my ideal client and they have a different ideal client for every offer that I have, because again, my offer stack is different for each person. If you were in a different section or a sector of your business, then you're going to want a different offer from me. So I have a different ideal client for each offer. As that ideal client grows in their business, in their understanding, in their marketing, then they can go to the next level. So I have that stick man figure and I write next to him, or her, <laughs> what the words that they are using. That is visually for me, something that works. Other people, you can have a spreadsheet. If a spreadsheet works for you as well, you can have a mind map. If a mind map works for you, whatever it is that works for you so that you can visually see it. And the what reason I say you want to visually see it is because you can have it somewhere on your desk, in your office, in your surroundings. That means every time you come to create content, you are reminded about the market research they've conducted. You are reminded about the language your ideal clients are using so that when you are creating that content, when you're creating that sales page, when you're about to have that sales conversation, you can think about the words, the language, and the tools that that person is actually looking for. So you can then structure your offer, structure your content, or structure your sales conversation around those keywords that you know are going to trigger that person into taking action and actually buying, handing over their credit cards for you because you know what words work for them. Market research is super, super powerful. So make sure that this is something that you are exploring. If you have found this episode useful, then please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think. And if you want to share in the Scaling with Disha Facebook group about your market research, 
then please, please do in the Scaling with Disha Facebook group, you are allowed to share your offers because I want you guys to make money using my Facebook group. So please go ahead. And if you need somebody to fill out your forms, post it inside the group because it's a fantastic community of people that are always willing to help you. The only thing that I ask is that you provide value inside of the group because I want to make sure that this community is for everybody. I want to make sure that it's not just a spam fest and that everybody is learning and growing together. So please, please, please do share some value, share your market research and build your business together. I will be back next week for another episode of Scaling with Disha. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And again, please, please let me know what you want to hear on the podcast. If there are any people that you would like me to interview, then send them my way and reach out inside of the Facebook group. If you have any questions regarding marketing and your business, or you want to have a chat about Attract Dream Clients, and if that program is the right program for you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I really hope that you genuinely learned something from today's episode. If you found this episode useful, then please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. I personally read each and every one. Until next time, bye.